Hello, everybody, and welcome into The Cleaners Have Spoken. My name is Joel. Across from me always through Zoom is my brother, Michael. We just watched some episode of Survivor where a person went home, and we're here to talk about it. Michael, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Uh, God bless Survivor. God bless Carolyn. And God bless Jam Jam. God bless Carson. God bless Tika. And God bless Jamie. Am I right? Can I get a can I get a yay for Jamie and Lauren? Woo! What a bad move by them to vote <laughs> to not vote for Carson. I like like maybe it'll work out for them long run because like Carolyn's move now looks pointless, but like they should have voted for Carson. Like assuming that Carolyn didn't have an idol and that didn't happen. The right move for them was to vote Carson out. I don't know why they couldn't get there mentally. I mean, it's yeah, definitely poor. Just poor, poor choice of voting. It was um, odd. I kind of wish Carolyn didn't use her her immunity idol. It's just like to me, and I think I started out saying this last season, last uh, last week. It just doesn't feel like the gameplay in this season, like the players a lot of time don't know what's going on. Like they just genuinely have no real They're Like what the edit is, is the opposite of what they think is happening. Like whenever someone's like, I think that person has an idol. They never have an idol. When people straight up tell Danny that his number one voted for him, he's like, well, I'm not going to believe that crock of crap. When, the when you're in position where there's three tribes and there's seven people and one of them has three people and there's two people that are like well yeah but it'll be better if we just join with the majority what are we doing like this is this is some of the weakest gameplay i've seen in a season of survivor where like we are hail so like i have a problem with this like i wish that carolyn held on to the idol and I don't want it to be like I don't know if it's like a good thing that she played it right. That's a that's a misstep. But I feel like the edit even portrayed her as being like this queen of tonight, where it's like her her idol didn't do anything, and she almost like didn't even vote for Danny. So like, I just don't I just don't. To me, this was not a fantastic Carolyn episode. Like I, I'm, I feel pretty sad that the payoff for that immunity idol was it to be not used correctly, you know. Okay, so, you know, Carolyn had written Carson down on her piece of paper. So, and then no, cross- she wrote, she wrote Lauren. She wrote Lauren. Oh, she wrote Lauren, not yeah. Carson. Yeah. Okay, that also is doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Okay, because so this is what I was thinking. What if Carolyn had voted for Carson fully knowing she was going to play the idol for him just to make it look like she canceled a majority vote? Yeah, but then everyone would be, be able to see right through that, right? Apparently not, because apparently you can just say, I didn't vote for you. I don't know what that was about. And then <laughs> people just believe you. Like, who's going to believe that she voted for Carson? Nobody. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's the craziest thing. She would be like the first person in Survivor history to do that. I want someone to do that and just see what happens. See if you can convince everyone that, like, obviously... It was the person that got voted out, yeah. Obviously, I didn't vote 
for them because I played an idol for them. So why would, like, that doesn't make sense. I wanted them <laughs> in the game. I played an idol for them. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. That's what I wish he had done. With the idols and, like, yeah. The first thing that pops in my head after Danny walks out is, like, he's going to show up to Ponderosa, walk up to Franny and be like, who tried to vote me out? And she's going to say, Heidi, will he believe, will he believe her then? You know, I like, mean, would, would she know that it was Heidi that was doing that vote? Yeah, because I like, I so. feel like Heidi was telling people we can flip it on Danny. That's fine with me. You know? Okay. So like, I, like what, what you're saying is absolutely correct. This is, I mean, that, that wasn't exactly related to that, but it's just like, I just keep coming back to, there's just no mega minding this season because everyone's trying to mega mine this season and it's literally not the case. It's just the simplest answer. Like, it's like, oh, Jamie's lying to us that she doesn't have an idol. No, she's telling the truth. Like, Jam Jam is telling you the truth and you're thinking that he's lying. Like, Danny appears to be a threat. Did he win a single immunity challenge the whole time? I don't, I don't think he's won one yet. So like he always what are we in second though. He's always in second. What are we talking about? Like, okay, if you're in if you're in Jamie and Lauren's shoes, yeah, maybe you don't trust Danny, but you trust the majority, one of which is a guy that has been practicing puzzles at home and even told you in the challenge today that he had tried that challenge in the bathtub. And we're like, yeah, let's keep that guy around. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Danny, I mean, Danny was right in wanting to get a Tika person, and Lauren and Jamie, like, <laughs> see, and I think that it's very different. I mean, it's extremely different watching the show versus playing the game, and I sure. think it's really easy to perceive Tika as a group of three that is tight, yes, but none of them are really threatening to win. You yeah. know, like, you're not looking at, you know, Carson, like he would be, you know, maybe the youngest winner ever. Uh, so he's probably not much of a threat. Uh, Carolyn is a kooky girl. Like kooky girls have never won Survivor. She's not a threat. And Jam Jam would be, you know, the first, um, you know, person. Like there's no one like Jam Jam who's ever won. So you're not looking at them like these are the people who win survivor but you're looking at danny and you're saying he's a firefighter okay yeah. so we know firefighters win survivor and first responders win survivor so we need to get rid of danny so i can i can see how like in the moment it's harder to see that really the story of the season is about tika and that's yeah. been clear as day to us the whole time right because when they're on the beach, I feel like their expectations for what's actually going to happen and what, what the Tika members are saying and doing is so much lower than what it actually is. Like, I don't think we've hit this point in, the, in a show, in a season, in a long time where we've seen the majority three actually maybe make it all the way to the end. And I mean, maybe Jam Jam wants to blow that up next, next week, but I don't know. You know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's really difficult because like we always, 
it's, my biggest complaint is that it, as soon as someone announces themselves as a threat, they get voted off. That's the way it's felt the last few seasons, right? Somebody makes a move, bang, they're gone. Because everyone's smart enough and thinking, okay, they're going to win. Let's, let's cut them, right? But this time is just not the case. This is like the opposite. This is Tika's making every move possible, and everyone's like, sure, yeah. But you still won't win. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. Like, open your eyes for five seconds. I mean, like, Jamie and Lauren, we still have very little on them as people, you know? And right. Heidi, we have a decent amount on. But it's just because she's kind of been in the room for, like, a lot of conversations that have had to be had, and she's found an idol. But she hasn't done anything, like, correctly. Like, she was on the wrong... A week after she voted Danny's name, she comes back... And chooses to vote on Atika and loses, and Danny goes home. Like, the people that are running this game, how is it not obvious that they're running this game? Yeah. And why is it not a threat? I think that... I think there's a couple factors. The one that I previously mentioned, uh, they don't seem like traditional survivor threats. But number two, you know, maybe Carson's, like... The way that Tika was able to kind of play both sides between Ratu and Soka for a few votes there, and the way that Carson was basically a Tika the whole time, but he was he was pretending to be a Ratu after the swap. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that has set them up pretty good because this was really the first episode I feel like everyone woke up and was like, crap, if we don't get one of them out this episode then they have control of the game and that they can they can take it all the way to the end. And I literally just don't think, like, I literally think they were so concerned about Ratu getting Soka out and everyone having their big move in there. And so, like, they're just like, oh, I've got to have, we've got to have a big move because i got to get Soka out. Danny's over here playing idols for Franny and trying to get people in Ratu out. Ratu's like, we got to get Soka people out. And then Tika has played the middle so well that they now control the game. Now, just one of them changing their mind on that could blow the whole thing up. And, you know, I think that's still very much in play. But the season is about Tika and... I'd be shocked if Atika did not win. It's just which yeah. one, and is that the person that blew it up? Because honestly, at this point, if if Jam Jam or Carson votes Carolyn out, they're not getting her jury vote. Yeah, facts. Like, like there, it's one thing to say like, "I'm sorry, we had to do that. It wasn't personal." But to actually vote her out of the game is personal. Yeah. You know, that is a personal affront to you, Carolyn. Not just someone you like, not just someone you trusted. That is a personal affront to you, Carolyn. And so it's really dangerous to vote someone like Carolyn out because she might she might not vote for you in the final three. Like she might vote put a vote on Lauren if she's there. You know, just because mm-hmm. she thinks Lauren is is an all right person. Yeah. Or Heidi, yeah. Like, 
That's so interesting. I, I yeah, that's because because now you're putting her on the jury, and you just saw a reaction of when you didn't vote her out, you just left her out of vote, and she has already left you out of a vote. Like that was so funny coming back to camp, and Carolyn was like, "I would never do that to you, Jam Jam," and Jam Jam was like, "You literally did. <laughs> you you have done this," and she was like, "Yeah, once." <laughs> Jam was like, "Yeah, this is once. Like, what do you mean?" And it, yeah, man, that was it, it, it's just so funny because like, yeah, she does ride with her emotions. And it was so interesting seeing that dynamic at Tribal Council when Lauren said some people play with their emotions and some people play strategically. And it was like, yikes, that's like, I mean, wow, you just you just came out and said that like because it's clear it's pretty clear who you're talking about. It feels like and it was to Carolyn. And I thought it was interesting that she she was honest but she held back i feel like a lot of what she was going to say if she didn't real didn't have a vote tonight or something like that you know like i was impressed i'm impressed with her honesty but also she, her retainment of like when she chooses to say things and when she does it is interesting yeah it was pretty clear at tribal council that carolyn had had it like, she was like, I am so excited for Danny to get voted out tonight. And if I have to play an idol to do that, I'm doing that. Because he annoys me to no end, and he's got to go. And, yeah. uh, you know, I thought it was... And, 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 like, I think that, like, honestly, like, Carolyn has a great chance to win... But at the same time, I'm like, tribal final tribal with Carolyn in it would be so weird. You know, yeah. you're in a final final three tribal council with Carolyn, and it's just like, is she going to be a little bit too Carolyn in it? But also, people like her, so maybe that would work for her advantage. That's the thing. So Franny's probably going to Ponderosa and saying, man, like Carolyn may actually win this thing and is telling them like, hey, like maybe Carolyn is like good and I would love to see Carolyn for X, Y, Z reason that she was stating last week. Like what happens at Ponderosa, I feel like is going to change what the outcome is. And I feel like Carolyn's going to end up on the positive side of that. So when they come in, maybe their questions are like, so Carolyn, we saw you had an idol. Like, how did you keep that a secret? What was the what was the end goal with that? And then maybe she's like, "Well, I just found it." And then I I was like, "Okay, well, I'll just keep it to myself because no one even thought to like come and talk to me." And they're gonna be like, "Wow, she's so right." Like, I think that's I think that is totally set up for her to be a victor in a final three because people are gonna already have like a positive outlook on her game, except for like Danny and Brandon, right? So they're not going to come in and basically say, you didn't do anything. Why do you deserve to be here? And if they did send her that question, she'd probably say, well, I deserve to be here more than you because I'm here and you're not. Why, right. What is this? What is you? You didn't talk to me like and I found my way here. If you wanted to work with me, maybe you could have been here, too, but you didn't. So here we are. I'm here and you're there. Like and I think that's a totally valid argument. Um, so I actually think in a final three, I don't think it's that that there would be too much of her. I think that who she is and how much she carries will play really well in tribal. I don't think there is a thing as too much Carolyn in tribal council to me. Yeah. 
And, you know, I think Jam Jam has played a great game, too. And honestly, Carson has, too. Yeah. Like, Carson, like, it's so easy to spin, like, someone played an idol for, for you, so you shouldn't even be here. That's a weakness. But the strength is to say, I had that social relationship so that they would want to play that on me. I had the, the relation, the social game, so that Carolyn wanted to play her idol for me. That's part of Survivor 2. And so, I mean... All three of them, I, I really hope they take it all the way to the end. Um, I think that they're, it's like 50-50 whether they will. But I could easily see Carson getting spooked. I could see Jam Jam getting spooked. But Carolyn's, yeah. Carolyn is riding with these two guys the rest of the way. She doesn't have an yeah. idol to protect herself. Literally, she's like putting all of her trust in. And if Carson turns on Carolyn... The amount of internet backlash that he's going to get is going to be completely... He's going to have to delete his Twitter. You know, there's no amount of hashtag Carsonauts that are going to want to back him um, if he votes Carolyn out. So... Yeah, that's so interesting, though, because we saw in the scenes of the next episode, Jam Jam saying, I think I have to vote Carolyn out. Like, he said that. He didn't say Carson. He said Carolyn. You know? Which is so interesting to me, why he would pick to vote out Carolyn instead of Carson. Well, people um, like Carolyn more than Carson. Like, which people, is people think Carson's like a sweet kid, but he's not. You know, they're not going to give him a million dollars. That's so crazy because I think that strategically he has played the best game of everyone there. And Jam Jam's been awesome, and Carolyn's been awesome, but like Carson has built the most connections, and I feel like had the biggest role in where we are today. For me. Um, people may not like him and people may not give him a million dollars, but I I think that his game has been impeccable with the, with the tribe swaps and everything. It's been awesome. Um, so even he even worked it tonight, even without Carolyn's idol that he still would have lived, which is crazy. Um, and I could also see like, you know, we're going to be down to four women and two men. And I could easily see those women being like, it needs to be a woman that wins. I don't think it's going to happen. And not wanting to vote Carolyn out because of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see see the other three women saying that. But I can't see Carolyn wanting to flip. Like, I think Carolyn's locked in. No, I'm not saying like a a women's, all four women's alliance. But I can see them really rather have being voting out Carson or Jam Jam and and being like, we like Carolyn, like, if we're not going to win, like, we're okay with Carolyn winning. Which is you interesting know? because two of, the, two of the last three season winners have been women, right? Uh, and for all this talk about women get voted out early, there are four women and two men left. So Right. It's like, like women get voted out at the beginning of the game – but then yeah. men get voted out from uh, end of the pre-merge and front of the merge. That's when all the men get voted out. And yeah. then maybe one or two can slip into the end. But, yeah, Every, I mean, it, it evens out, but that's how it goes. Everyone is using everyone in Survivor for their own self-like value, right? So in the beginning of the game, if you're a guy, you're going to say, okay, well, history tells easy votes are going to be women. Let's get out the weakness in the in the thing. If we get out the weakness, then we don't go to tribal, right? And then once the tribe once the tribes merge, you're like, all right, who's a physical threat? Let's vote out that guy. So then who's left? And it's like maybe it's the weak men that are left. 
you know, or maybe it's the quote unquote social threats, or maybe it's the people that don't make an impact on the game, but just make it to the end and they get a million dollars. So like it, it, it's, it's all ridiculous and it is a social experiment and you get to see the ethics of people, but that's the ethics of you and me, right? It's not like, it's not the ethics of everyone. I I like, I, it is the ethics of everyone, but it's just it's just difficult labeling it. I have an issue and it's labeled on certain people and certain seasons of Survivor because ultimately it's a you're in it for yourself and you live in a society and how can you act certain ways that are that are different than what society demands of you? I don't know. Yeah. I just I just gave a rant. But does that make sense? Yeah. And I mean I I don't think this is like an ethical thing for me. But, like, I really want to see the three Tikas sitting at the end together. Yeah. Because I just think that is that is a great story. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see three people say, hey, if it's not me, I'm cool with it being one of the other two. Because we've done this together. We started the game together. We're finishing the game together. And, you know, we've been overlooked and mischaracterized and... Through working together, all three of us, we were able to get to where we are today. And, like, instead of thinking, okay, it looks like one of us is going to win, so I need to vote out the other two at, you know, four or at five and four. Um, But that's my other thing with Jam Jam. Next vote isn't a good one to vote Carolyn out. Right. Like, like, if you're going to vote Carolyn out, that needs to be at five, right. not at six. At or put six, her up in fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or put her up in fire, exactly. Like, uh, you know, if Jam Jam votes Carolyn out, he's gone next. Right. Like, if he votes Carolyn out, especially if Carson isn't in on it, he's out. He's gone next time. Like, if he if he does that, he's gone, and then... You know, maybe Carson would be the be the winner at that point. I think Carson could win a couple. You know, the dude has put water in his bathtub to do this challenge. <laughs> he's three D printed a bathtub and then filled it with water. <laughs> yeah, he's he's probably done. You know, the fin- the classic Final Four challenges too. Like he's probably right. done those at some point. Whether that's the one arm tight motion where your arms tied behind your back and you're you've uh-huh. got the balls and you're putting them on the other side or you're holding the two poles together with a ball sitting right. on top of it those types of things like he's probably done that so i would like carson's chances at a final four immunity challenge even as it stands now against the remaining people and if it's a puzzle he's got the best shot by far um so i wouldn't be shocked to see carson win if the thing if tika falls apart um but I hope it doesn't. I would really like to see the three of them stick together to the end. Cause I think in each of their mind, they should be able to rationalize how they, why they should win survivor. And right. I think they might all be able to convince themselves that they should win if it's the three yeah. of them. So I'd like to see that. Like jam jam and Carolyn have left each other out of votes and, and you know, so is Carson. Right. And it's like, that is an argument, right? Like each person can say, well, I made this choice because I know if Franny was here, you would side with her and maybe I'm not sitting here today. Um, you know, and, and like there are, there are things to be said for each of those players, especially after 
two of them got moved to other tribes, right? Um, or yeah, well, Jam Jam was left by itself in the in the ten split, but um, yeah, I, I would love, I would love, love, love to see that. That would be something new. It feels like it's been the opposite the last few seasons, and I would love to see three of the same tribe members sit there, especially a minority one. Give me Cook Islands vibes, just like send that for me. Like I would love that to death. Um, where do we feel if we were to do like power rankings, right? Who is at the top right now? Who is your favorite to win? Ah, it's so hard. I mean, just kind of because what I was just saying, I feel like the three Tikas are one A, one B, and one C. Right. What um, is what who's one A? I don't know. I mean I think it's Carolyn still. I've been saying all season. I've been saying all season. I think Carolyn is going to win. Um, because this has been her story. Yeah. Now Jam Jam and Carson have been main characters in that, but literally the season started cold open, Carolyn confessional. Right. Um. So, you know, just from a story perspective, I think I have to put Carolyn one A, Jam Jam one B, Carson one C. I don't I don't see a world where Jamie wins at all. I don't see a world where yeah. Lauren wins at all. Yeah. Heidi has gotten just enough shine that she might be able to win and she has an idol that if she played correctly at 6 to get a TK yeah. out. Yeah. I could like if the three if those three women um Jamie, Lauren, Heidi get together and Heidi plays an idol at 6. Uh, to get out a Carolyn or a Jam Jam or a Carson, I think Heidi would would win at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think that's Heidi's like the clear after one A one B one C. She's the clear number four, and I think those are your only like plausible winner options at this point. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh, my rankings would probably be Carolyn and then Jam Jam and then Carson and then. Heidi and Lauren and then Jamie. I don't think there's any, I think Jamie is the low of the lows. I don't think anyone respects her game. She just teaches yoga and she's happy to be out there. And I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone would give her a vote if she made the final three with any of these people. Um, so, which is, which is hard for her because I think in her mind, she's playing a good game, right? She's, she's caught some bad breaks but she's playing a good game, and I think she's fully convinced of that. And right, I, that's like, difficult. I don't think we yeah. have like enough insight into Lauren's perception of herself to really know wh- what her view is. But I think Jamie, in my mind, she thinks she's she's playing a good game, and she's been unlucky, but she still has a chance. Right, right. Which is, I just don't think that's true at all. Some big news did drop over the last couple of days, though. And you tweeted it out. You called it on the podcast. You were like, look, Survivor needs 90-minute episodes. Well, Michael, you're going to get it. Season 45, 90-minute episodes. How do we feel? Yeah, I mean, I this actually got reported um, by Dalton Ross a couple weeks ago, but it was, like, reconfirmed and, and seemed more legitimate. It seemed more concrete this time, so... Yeah, I mean, ninety minutes is gonna be great. Like, it's gonna it's gonna put us up at thirty minutes later on Wednesday nights doing this podcast. But oh, dang! Um, Think about that. But you know, uh, I think obviously I want it to to 
to happen. I hope that they show more games, game strategy stuff around camp and don't add more twists. But like right. from a purely gameplay perspective, I don't know how you can add more twists in a 26 day season. Um, so I think I'm, I'm hopeful that they will just better explain the twists and advantages that there are. And they will show us more strategizing before tribal. Like tonight's episode, I think it was, they went into tribal council with tw- like 20 minutes ago in the episode, just under 20 minutes mm-hmm. ago in the episode. Yeah. And so, you know, that's really not much time to, and I still feel like the editors did a great job with what they had. We kind of saw all the, all the important players, what they were thinking but yeah, 90 minutes is going to be great for Survivor. It's going to be good for CBS because their other programming is crap. It's like, why haven't y'all done this before? <laughs> like, Survivor is a show with a cult following that you can count on every single right. Wednesday. And yeah. y'all are, you More know. More ads. Yeah, y'all are bumping some dumb, another armed forces show. You don't need any right. more. So yeah. I think it's going to be, it's going to be a really great thing. And I hope it's great for the viewer. Uh, and for the podcaster who need, gets more material to talk about, for sure, for sure, I think it's a, I think it's a win, win, win. You know, uh, and I'm surprised I haven't done it sooner. Now, do we know anything about season 45? Like, have they shot it yet? Do we know that they're, information? They're shooting it right now. They're shooting it right now. Do we know if it is going to be a special season or if it's just going to be a new person season again? I'm not sure. Um, They haven't released the cast list. Uh I think there was some rumors about 45 being a a returner season, but I haven't seen anything concrete about that. And it might be 46. I'm not sure. So, yeah, I don't I don't know that we have anything concrete. Um, I haven't even heard any rumors about who would be going back out. So I don't know. Yeah. So I guess it's not like a second chance is like they did a long time ago where they had everybody vote. Um, but it would make sense for it to be a returner season in that the episodes are going to be longer. Right. And it's 45. It's a round number to me. That makes sense. We'll see if it happens. But to me, it makes sense for like fans versus favorites three or something like that. Right. Oh, not fans versus favorites. Dude, there's way too, there's way too many people who have only played survivor once that need to be recast for you Uh to do a, 10 uh, returners and 10 uh, newbies. Like, there's there's so many people from... Um, what, like season honestly, 35 on? Yeah, honestly, yeah. Like, from Heroes, Healers, Hustlers, all the way to now, that is, that is nine seasons? Yeah, eight or if nine, you take, yeah. If you take Winners at War Out, that's like nine, eight or nine seasons of new players who have not even gotten a chance. Like they have the straight up haven't done one since then. I think there are some really great players. Um, if you look at, uh, the Michael likes stuff, uh, dot wordpress.com, you can see a, um, a season that I cast. Uh, and I think it was before 41 came out. So it was literally just 35, 36, 37, 38, 39. Um, and you can check that out if you're interested in that. I actually might have included some millennials, Gen X people in that too, because um, 
but I, yeah, but there's a lot of people that I would love to see come out for a second time that haven't yet. Right. But I, I don't think 45 is that. I, have, I haven't heard that, so we'll see. But we'll probably know if it is that in two weeks. Yeah, which is exciting. Yeah. Finale's in two weeks, right? Yeah. Man. I, I did take a look at our, at our predictions, and um, your winner pick is still in, in the mix. Do you remember who you picked? Did I pick? I thought I picked Danny. You did not pick Danny. You picked Jam Jam. I picked Jam Jam. Great. Good deal. Your final, your final three was Sarah, Jam Jam, and Danny. Um, both of our losers that we didn't think were going to make the merge made the merge, Jamie and Brandon. Um, and my all final three and winner are all, in, are all still in it. So I don't think Heidi's going to win, but she probably is going to make the finale, I would think. Uh, and Carson and Jam Jam for me. So, yeah. We did pretty good. That's like that's pretty good for like the first episode. How watch, did we, right? How did we not have Carolyn in the final three? I think. Oh, well, see, that's the thing. We were seeing what everyone else is seeing on the beach right now, right? Like, it's just by the second episode, we were like, "Wow, we thought this was like a gotcha for us. Like, they weren't actually going to give Carolyn the win." And by the second episode, we were like, "Wow, yeah, that's probably what's going to happen." <laughs> so it's just, yeah. It's it, we were duped, and so we we say we're smarter than everyone else, and you know we're not, but it's fun to say that. So, yeah. Anything else, Michael? Um, you know, uh, not no. I think we've covered this episode pretty well, so I'm feeling awesome. pretty good about that. There is something that you know I want to say. Uh, Mother's Day is on Sunday. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. We love you. If you, we're probably not listening to this, but if you are, we love you. I'm very happy that you're here and exist and had us. Um, Michael, what is it like being a husband of a mother on Mother's Day? Like, what what's going on there? Um, you know, uh, I mean, I picked I picked her up a uh, happy hour Sonic drink this week for Mother's Week. You know, wow. Um, and uh, we bought we bought an espresso machine a few weeks ago or a month ago that we said was uh, for Mother's slash Father's Day just early. Um, but, I, you know, I'm going to get her something and we're going to, you know, maybe maybe some flowers, you know, just the, the usual stuff. It's weird because her, cause Mother's Day and her birthday are so close. And, right. Um, I already got her something good for her birthday. But, um, yeah, so it, it's fun, man. It's, I'm, very, I'm more appreciative of mothers this year than ever before. Wow. Man, just that much room in your heart. See, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm sure you're excited for when Wesley turns, like, 17. It's like, all right, dude, like, what are you doing for Mother's Day, right? I feel like with our father, it's like, all right, things have shifted, like, we do our things for our mother, but for a long time, you know, dad did them. And, um, yeah, I'm sure you'll look forward to that with the years that come, even though I'm sure there's plenty of love in there for your wife and our mother as well. Um, but yeah, happy mother's day to all the moms out there and to all who celebrate cheers. Um, and, uh, we will uh, see you next week. Yeah. See ya. The cleaners have spoken. <laughs>